This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 25th of October, 2021. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see sunshine today, a high of 73. Tonight, a lot cooler. Clear skies, low of 47. Sunny on Tuesday, up to 71 degrees. Tuesday night brings a slight chance of overnight rain, mostly cloudy skies, a low of 56. Then Wednesday, we've got an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. We'll have a high in the upper 60s. Those rain chances continue Wednesday night and into Thursday. But things clear up Thursday night and into Friday. It looks like we're going to have gorgeous weather for this weekend. And the Halloween activities planned for the city park that we'll hear about a little bit later on in our close-up segment with Stephanie Lipsmeyer. Right now it's fair and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios, and let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day for today, Stephanie Williams with Beginnings Preschool. Taking a look at obituary announcements for you this morning, Tyler James Russell Charlton, age 2 of Spiro, Oklahoma, died on Friday, October 22nd. He is survived by his parents, Devin and Elizabeth Charlton of Spiro, two sisters, Easton and Brooke, both of Spiro, his maternal grandmother, Vicki Shadell of Perryville, paternal grandparents, Chris and Shannon Charlton of Van Buren, grandmother, Crystal Russell of Alma, great-grandmother, Kathy Wagner of Cedarville, great-grandfather, Joe Shadell of North Little Rock, great-grandmother, Helen Brumley of Van Buren, numerous aunts and uncles. Funeral services for Tyler James Russell Charlton will be held this afternoon at 2 o'clock at Ocker Memorial Chapel in Van Buren, with burial to follow at Gill Cemetery in Van Buren by Ocker Funeral Home of Van Buren. The family will visit with relatives and friends one hour prior to the service. Joe Wendell Hillis, age 71, of Cleveland, died on Sunday, October 17th. Memorial graveside service will be Wednesday, October 27th at 10.30 a.m. at Brent's Cemetery in Cleveland. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Francis Marie Thedford Jennings, age 62 of Perryville, died on Thursday, October 21st. She was of the Baptist faith and is survived by her husband of 34 years, John Jennings. Five children, Christopher Jennings of Conway, Brady Jennings of Omaha, Laura Fernandez of Perryville, Samantha Luyette of Valonia, and Benjamin Jennings of Clarendon. Two brothers, one sister, and 11 grandchildren. Memorial services for Francis Marie Thedford Jennings will be held Thursday, October 28th at 4 p.m. at Temple Missionary Baptist Church, with Brother Benjamin Jennings officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. Authorities with the Conway Police Department have requested the Arkansas State Police to investigate a shooting incident involving two of their officers. Early Sunday morning, both officers returned gunfire on a driver who had pointed a gun at one of the policemen and fired, wounding the officer. 35-year-old Nicholas Smith of Conway, the driver of the car stopped by police, died at the scene. The wounded officer was transported to a nearby hospital where he was expected to recover. The traffic stop occurred at College Avenue and Fairway Drive at 12.49 a.m. and stemmed from information related to an earlier residential disturbance in the area. Smith allegedly exited the vehicle 
and pulled the gun from his pants pocket, pointed it at one of the police officers, and fired. The gunshot struck one leg of the officer. Smith then retreated to the front of the car, where he was shot by police. Special agents of the Arkansas State Police Criminal Investigation Division have been assigned to the case. Smith's body and evidence collected by the agents will be transported to the Arkansas State Crime Laboratory for examination and analysis. An investigative case file to be prepared by the agents will be submitted to the Faulkner County Prosecuting Attorney, who will use the file to assist in the determination of whether the use of deadly force by the police officers was consistent with Arkansas laws. Coming up on 736, it's fair, 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 73 with sunshine today, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Open a new account over the phone at 354-4988. And with their free mobile app, you can check your balance, deposit a check, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile phone. It's fast, easy, and secure. You can bank anywhere, anytime. Just visit the App Store and download the free PJSB app today. You can also enroll in text banking and get account balances and view transaction history using simple text commands. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 738, fair and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios. Law enforcement personnel with the Conway County Sheriff's Office and the Moralton Police Department are once again raising money to help needy children in the local community have a better Christmas. This is the fifth year the agencies have joined with Arkansas State Police and other local law enforcement agencies for the annual Shop with a Cop program. It allows children in Conway County to spend a day shopping with officers for items on their Christmas wish list. To help fund Shop with a Cop, officers are holding a raffle in which they'll give away four guns and a gift certificate to Tractor Supply Company. Tickets are $5 each, 5 for $20, or 35 tickets for $100, and are available from any officer. The drawing will take place November 24th. Trent Anderson, Assistant Chief with the Moralton Police Department, says they're on track to have their most successful fundraising year to date. We've really got a lot of support this year, and uh, we can't thank everybody enough because, uh, you know, we're we're not only going to get to take these kids shopping and do this, but we also are going to be able to provide a holiday meal for all these families and uh, and really make this a, a good year. And I, I do believe we'll, we'll be doing more kids this year than we have in the past. So we're, we're blessed with everything that's been going on that we still have the support. Officers are grateful for the support of the citizens of Conway County as well as from local businesses that donate to the program, allowing them to make Christmas brighter for children throughout the county. While the number of active cases of coronavirus across much of the state decreased, Conway County saw a sharp increase in the number of active cases over the weekend. A total of 15 new cases were recorded since Thursday, and the number of active cases in the county increased by nine in that time to 39. Perry County has had just one new case reported since Thursday, and its number of active cases is down to 11 as of Sunday afternoon. Statewide, 246 new cases were reported Sunday, and the number of active cases has declined by 234. The number of recorded deaths from COVID-19 in Arkansas increased by 44 over the weekend to 8,281. There have still been 43 deaths in Conway County and 21 in Perry County since the pandemic began. 
Meanwhile, the Nemo Vista School District is the latest to do away with its face covering requirement for students and staff. The district's school board voted Thursday to amend the continuity of services plan to make face coverings encouraged but optional for all Nemo Vista students and staff effective today. Superintendent Logan Williams says the district will continually monitor all available data sources to determine if changes to the policy need to be made. Additionally, other safety protocols, such as social distancing when possible and additional sanitation, will remain in place. This morning, the South Conway County School District is reporting that six students have tested positive for COVID-19. An additional 45 students and one staff member are in quarantine. An ordinance to amend the 2021 budget is the only matter of new business for justices of the peace to consider during tonight's scheduled monthly meeting of the Conway County Quorum Court. Included in the budget amendment is an appropriation of $70,000 for a grant received by the Circuit Clerk's Office and over $6,000 received by the Mounted Patrol for the sale of equipment. The meeting starts at 5 p.m. It'll be held in the third floor courtroom of the courthouse in Moralton. A joint meeting of the Personnel and Governmental and Budget and Finance Committees will immediately follow the full court meeting. The committees will meet to discuss the criminal investigator position at the Sheriff's Office. The Rialto players are gearing up for their next performance, a Halloween-themed murder mystery dinner theater written and directed by Jesse Bergner called Ghoul Fellas. Performances are scheduled for this Friday and Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Rialto Community Arts Center in downtown Moralton. Bergner explains the show is centered on the son of Dracula and his annual Festival of the Night. The basic premise is you've got this character, he's the son of Dracula, and he's gathered all his buddies together. There's werewolves and mummies and uh, witches and all the like, just Halloween kind of creatures and stuff like that. He's gathered them all together for this festival they have on like a yearly basis, but this time around he's invited humans, and that's kind of much to the chagrin of all his friends and such. Bergner adds the performance is very interactive with audience members becoming a part of the show. Contrary to like how we do it where like on the stage is just presenting it to everybody, this is you are part of the show. You're technically kind of like a character in the show and the character, all the actors are going to interact with you like you are a member of the show. So you can just play around with that or um, then all along the way there's eventually going to be a murder and you're going to have to try to figure out who's responsible. Tickets are $25 each and include the show, a lasagna dinner, a costume contest, and a chance to win prizes. They can be purchased at the Conway County Courthouse or online at rialtomoralton.com. Tickets must be purchased in advance and will only be sold through the end of the day on Wednesday. The deadline to register for the Moralton Parks and Recreation's Youth Basketball League is today. That league opened to boys and girls, grades K through 6. Registration is $60 for one child and $50 for each additional sibling. Registration can be completed at the Moralton Community Center. The Menifee Town Council meets tonight at 6 at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are still required. Temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. The regularly scheduled October meeting of the Nemo Vista School Board will be held tonight at 6.30 in the Administration Building. Tree City, Moralton will hold its annual Arbor Day celebration Tuesday at 4 o'clock at L.W. Sullivan Park in Moralton. Tree City members, local foresters, and Conway County juvenile officers will be planting a Sherman Oak tree at the park. All are welcome. A meeting of the Tree City Board of Directors will follow that ceremony. 
Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 745, fair and 61 degrees at the KVOM studios, and our morning Newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need a loan? Just call Petty Jean State Bank at 354-4988 and ask for the loan department. You can talk about consumer, commercial, agriculture, or mortgage loans. And keeping up with your loan is convenient with PJSB's website or free mobile app. They're both fast, easy, and secure. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB mobile app today. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. KVM's Newswatcher of Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. The Marlson High School football team's playoff hopes all but vanished with a 42-7 loss to Harrison on the road Friday night. Devil Dogs got their lone score less than 90 seconds into the game after the Goblins fumbled the opening kickoff, and Junior Jackson Dixon recovered it at the Harrison 24-yard line. Three plays later, Junior quarterback Demarius Martin ran it in from 20 yards out for an early lead in the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. And Demarius Martin will keep it, and he's got some room left side. He gets to the five, and Martin is into the end zone for the Devil Dog touchdown. Senior Jack Landon's extra point gave Marlton a 7-0 lead. But the game belonged to the Goblins from that point on. Harrison scored on their first three possessions, raced to a 35-7 halftime advantage, and put the sportsmanship roll into effect with a touchdown on their first second-half possession. The Goblins outgained the Devil Dogs 454-154 in total yards and a balanced offensive attack. Martin completed just 5 of 19 pass attempts for 50 yards with an interception, but was the team's leading rusher with 71 yards and a touchdown. Junior Maddox Hogan caught two passes for 31 yards, and senior Julian Brockman had three receptions for 19 yards. Senior blocking back Hunter Newsom was named the Colton's Offensive Player of the Game for his work in protecting quarterback and opening up holes in the run game. Junior Dylan Feingren had three tackles and was named the Colton's Defensive Player of the Game. Dixon had a team-high 13 tackles, while Brockman had 11 stops for the Devil Dogs. Junior Caleb McEwen was named the Conway County Farm Bureau Insurance Player you can depend on after returning from a shoulder injury last week to rush for 15 yards. The loss drops the Devil Dogs record to 3-5 overall, 2-3 in the 5A West. While not officially eliminated from playoff contention, the Devil Dogs will need a lot of help from other teams in the final two weeks to get in. Marlton returns home to face undefeated Valonia this Friday. The Eagles annihilated Alma 56-20 on Friday. Elsewhere in the 5A West from this past Friday, Greenbrier flattened Farmington 48-6 and Pea Ridge conquered Clarksville 54-49. Perryville suffered its first conference loss of the season Friday night, falling to Paris 31-6. Mustangs are now 6-2 overall, 4-1 in 4-3A conference play, and they'll play at Baptist Prep this Friday. Bigelow remains unbeaten after taking down Quitman 44-14 on Friday night in Bigelow. Now 8-0 overall and 5-0 in the 4-2A. Panthers will play at Hector this Friday. Games involving other area teams from this past Friday. Atkins was buried by Boonville 49-0. 
Hector jumped Johnson County Westside 44-6. Pottsville was obliterated by Ozark 35-14. Dover was whipped by Walkin 40-6. Dardanelle men handled Mina 56-42. Mayflower thwarted Two Rivers 49-6. Danville battered Baptist Prep 22-13. Conway licked Little Rock Central 55-12. Conway Christian was massacred by Mountainburg 28-12. And Clinton boat race Bald Knob 56-28. Senior Caleb Squire scored 38 points to lead Wonderview's senior boys basketball team to an 85-55 victory over Lease Academy North on Friday night in Wonderview. Junior Sam Reynolds added 15, and Junior Tyler Gottsponer had 11 points as the Daredevils improved to 2-0 on the season. Lady Daredevils got 12 points apiece from sophomore Anna Ford and Junior Abby Baker in a 70-10 win. Sophomore Layla Terry followed with 11 points, and sophomore Autumn McLaren tripped in 10 for the Lady Daredevils. Lisa Academy won the Junior boys game at 38-37. Ethan Kelly led Wonderview with 13 points. While Austin Cooksey put in 10. Wonderview will play junior boys and senior high games against Rural Special at home on Tuesday. Nemo Vista's senior girls basketball team improved to 3-0 in the young season with a 56-18 win over Shirley on Friday night in Center Ridge. Senior boys picked up their second win 80-66 over the Blue Devils. While the junior girls fell to 0-2 with a loss. Nemo Vista will play junior girls and senior high games at West Sagres Ferry on Tuesday. Sacred Heart will open its basketball season tonight with home games against Shirley. Junior boys will play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. Also tonight, Marlton's 7th grade football team plays host to Searcy at 5 p.m. at Devil Oak Stadium. Marlton High School volleyball team opens play in the Class 4A state tournament at Shiloh Christian High School on Tuesday with a 4 p.m. game against Arkadelphia. Sophomore quarterback K.J. Jefferson threw for a career-high four touchdowns, all coming before halftime as the University of Arkansas football team scored the first uh, the game's first 45 points and defeated Arkansas Pine Bluff 45-3 on Saturday in Little Rock. The 5-3 and three Razorbacks are off this coming weekend before facing Mississippi State in Fayetteville on November 6th. Freshman Darius Hale rushed for 253 yards and four touchdowns to lead the University of Central Arkansas Bears to a 49-38 win over Lamar on Saturday in Beaumont, Texas. Now 3-4 on the season, the Bears play at Jacksonville State this Saturday. Arkansas Tech lost to Henderson State 41-38 in overtime on Saturday in Russellville. Marlton's Alex Chambers led the one-boy defense with eight tackles in the game. St. Louis Cardinals plan to announce today that bench coach Oliver Marmol will be promoted to replace fired manager Mike Schilt. Cardinals dismissed Schilt over philosophical differences on October 14th, a week after St. Louis lost to the Dodgers on walk-off homer in the National League Wild Card game. And that is sports on this busy Monday. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates. Now, 7.51, we're coming up on 7.52, and we've got fair skies and 59 degrees here at the KVOM studios. As we turn to weather for you, it'd be a nice day, sunny skies. High of 73 expected with a north wind, a northwest wind from 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, it'll be clear, our low down to 47 degrees. Then Tuesday, sunshine, high of 71 Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, then a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms moving in. Our low right around 56 degrees. Then for Wednesday, up to an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high of 67. Wednesday night, 70% chance of showers likely, low down to 52. On Thursday, another 50% chance of showers and breezy conditions, a high of 65 degrees and uh, no chances for rainfall on Friday, but they say it's still going to be a very windy day uh, coming up on Friday, our high of just 61. 
taking a look at current conditions at the KVOM studios. Our humidity is at 100%. Our wind speed is from the west at 7 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.93 inches. Our dew points at 59 degrees. And our visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 59 degrees. The high yesterday, 83. The low a year ago, 46, with a high of 54. We have had some rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. We've had six one-hundredths of an inch, and that brings our total up just a little bit to 40.17 inches since the first of the year. Sunset tonight, 625, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 726, when you join us just before Newswatch right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we have fair skies and 59 degrees at the KVOM studios at 7.53. Our KVOM Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. We're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need to deposit a check? Do it anywhere, anytime with the free PJSB mobile banking app. Just snap a photo of the front and back of your endorsed check and make a deposit right from the app with a small transaction fee. Right in town and always in touch. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB app today. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. Good morning once again. You're listening to our Monday morning edition of News Watch. It's 755. We have fair skies and 59 degrees at the KVOM studios in Morrillton. And we're back with our close-up segment this morning, visiting with Stephanie Lipsmeyer on behalf of the Morrillton Area Chamber of Commerce. Stephanie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's a busy time of the year for you, isn't it? It's very busy. It's um, It's busy. Yeah, yeah, it's busy. A lot going on, and we're yes. certainly excited to talk about uh, the chamber banquet, of course, uh, coming up uh, next week, and uh, we'll get to that uh, here in just a few moments. But uh, Stephanie, the big story this morning, of course, a lot of people excited about monsters on Main Street, right? Yes, I mean the kids are so excited. Everybody's getting geared up because right. they get to wear their costumes to school this. I think Friday. Uh And so let's talk a little bit about Monsters on Main Street. Of course, it's going to look different again this year. Uh, Last year, the city uh, did this for Main Street Morrillton in the city park, and it worked very well. So we're going to do that this year and uh, keep it safe and practice safety that you just don't have to get out of your car. So you're going to enter the park off Highway 64, and you're going to come through the park, and the city will be right there where the big Pig Out logo is, and they'll be there to greet everyone with candy. Like I said, you stay in your car, uh, and so you'll just drive through. You'll take. We will have everything up, signs up, everything, how you're supposed to go through this maze, and you'll just drive through. We've got about almost close to 20 vehicles that are going to set up with candy, and of course, they're going to decorate their vehicles, and there's, always, there's also going to be a contest for the best-dressed car or truck. Or trailer, nice. whichever, and of course we'll have the winner will get a spooky prize. So um, you can still register. You can go to MainStreetMorrillton.org or go to the Facebook page and send a private message. But it's very easy to just go right there to MainStreetMorrillton.org. It it just pulls up right there, and you can hit the button and register. Okay. Uh, and so. Um, Anyway, everyone's going to be there uh, to set up. Uh, We're going to be there at 1 o'clock for you to come in and start setting up. And we want you all set up 
by 2 o'clock and ready to go. If you arrive after 1.30, you're not going to be able to set up. Okay. We just cannot do that. So you need to be there about 1 o'clock, and let's get you set up. And uh, just um, you can also dress up. Okay. Did I mention that? I don't, no. I don't think so. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to dress up, please dress up. Feel free to dress up, you know, if you're there with your uh, vehicles and stuff. So it's going to be exciting time. It's from 2 to 5. Uh, as far as I can tell right now, the weather's going to be great. Even if it's not, you're still in your car and you're driving through and we're the ones going to get wet. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, Stephanie, for the ones uh, uh, setting up, that can be individuals, businesses, organizations, anybody, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we encourage everyone. I mean, if you just, you know, feel it in your heart that you want to come and set up a vehicle and hand out candy, please feel free to do that. Um, This is for the kids, and like I said, we're keeping it safe. We're practicing safe safety measures, and so we're just really excited about it. All right. Well, that's great. Again, folks, uh, make plans uh, for that again coming up this Saturday uh, there at the City Park. Well, of course, uh, another big story this morning, of course, the uh, Chamber Banquet coming up next week. And uh, Stephanie, it was almost virtual again, right? It was almost virtual. It was. And so I'm so excited about this. It's a week from today. A week from today. So we still have tickets you can buy. Uh, individual tickets are fifty dollars, and we have some uh, sponsorships left. Just a, just a few, not very many, that you can uh, you can buy as well. You can always contact me at the chamber. But so this year, it's going to be held at uh, the Workforce Training Center on the beautiful campus of UACCM, which I'm excited about. That it it will be in Tyson Hall. The doors are going to open at five, and the banquet starts at six. We'll have the Southern Sippery there, which we're excited about them. They're a new business, and so we're excited about them. And also Townsend Music will be there. And then Christie and Company will have uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. So it'll be a fun night. It will be exciting, lots of awards to give out. Uh, And so I just encourage everyone to please come. It will be different. And so um, just a lot of great awards that I'm going to announce today. I wish I could announce right now, but (laughs) I'm finishing up a few things. And so maybe I can do a news break or something uh, today and announce the award winners. So exciting about this. So many people deserving of these awards. And of course, we can't give them to everybody, but everybody does deserve them. That's right. A lot of deserving people uh, right here in our community. Again, excited for the Chamber Banquet again uh, coming up Monday night. Well, Stephanie, the year is uh, hard to believe, but it is uh, starting to come to a close and uh, time to talk about uh, the holidays and the Christmas parade. Absolutely. You know, mark your calendars. Rhonda Trowbridge and her committee are fabulous. And so the Christmas parade is coming up December 2nd. It's always the first Thursday in December. And the theme this year is Parade of Trees. And so just use your imagination how to decorate your float. But please contact Rhonda about that. She does amazing job getting this uh, Christmas parade together and you know it's a lot of work and we also we don't want to forget about Christmas open house yeah 
Yes, Christmas Open House is always the Sunday before Thanksgiving, and I was going to try to give you the date here. I'm just sitting here flipping through my calendar, <laughs> so it's always exciting. So the Sunday before Thanksgiving is the 24th. Uh-huh. I think that's right, and it's always 1 to 5, and so you want to come out and spread the cheer and shop here, shop local. Um, exciting about Christmas Open House. You said uh, the the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Yes, it'll be the twenty first. Like. Oh, really? November n- n- uh, Sunday, November twenty first. Yes. Yep. I'm sorry, I was in October. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I'm still you're in October. Fine. Okay, then. Thank you for clearing that you're up welcome. for me. So, yes, it is the twenty first, November twenty first, and it's usually one to five. And so, uh, like I said, please shop local. Be mindful. Uh, lots of great things uh, happening here in town. All right. Well, a lot of great information. Again, excited about all the great things that are coming up here on Monsters on Main Street, the Chamber Banquet, the Banquet, the Christmas Parade, and uh, so many more things uh, going on here. Well, Stephanie, anything else to pass along this morning? Yes. Hunter, I think this is going to be my last time to be here with you. Yes, it sure is. It sure is. I just, I have enjoyed you so much. You've done so much for our community, and I'm sad. But please don't forget about the fish in this small pond here (laughs) when you make it big. So I'm just, I'm proud of you and I wish you the very best. Well, Stephanie, I I thank you very, very much. Again, I've been visiting this morning with Stephanie Lipsmeyer on behalf of the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. Stephanie, thank you. Thank you. It's 803. You're listening to News Watch. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.